Freezing the Silver Surfer top deck. I'll be your host. I'll be your guide over this next hour. And joining me is the man to my right, the oh so glorious one, Nathan Custerson. Nathan, how are you doing right now? Nick, I've been riding bush to get to your house, Nick. There was a fucking <laughs> monstrous tree blocking your street in the entry. And um, Did you see it? Oh, Nick, it was ma- massive. It was as big as my ego. It was fucking all- it was so big. It's like a fucking video game. It it's is. It's like I was playing Uncharted. There's like this massive... It is huge. And it fits perfectly across the road from the wind that happened Friday. Unbelievable. Anyone who lives in Melbourne will know exactly what I'm talking about. I know we stand on the totem pole, though, Nick. Wait, what? Out in fucking Pearson. That would have been cleaned straight up if we are in fucking anywhere civilised. But what? Yeah, I, the action. I was going to say, it, I tell you what, when it was happening, I was at work and I just started getting PTSD. From you and Unify. Oh, no. <laughs> Hold on. I was literally I was Hold holding the on to the on. holding on to the racking. Oh god. <laughs> the wind was that so we, we work with like chemicals and like all these oh. like and like big tanks and shit. Oh god. A, a thousand litre tank got blown off. Like it's like they you stack tanks on top of each Jesus. other. A tank got blown off the top, the wind was going that fast. Yeah, I had a story about that too. Yeah. So our warehouse, so we're just a, a normal transport company, but Nick, I actually drove from one end of the warehouse and our roof actually came off the top of our roof. <laughs> So we have like sheets of like the to like block the rain and stuff. They got lifted up, Nick, and I was driving down the one of the aisles, oh. and actually it was following me down. I thought it was fucking. Th- <laughs> I don't know if it was thunder. I didn't know what the fuck. You know, in like those movies where like they run out of the explosion, it's coming behind yeah. them. It's, everything's fall. I thought it was that. Yeah. But the warehouse is falling behind me. I was but so scared. Cool guys don't look at explosions, but Nathan, you just walk slowly in the background, let the montage music take over. I look like a little bitch. What would be your montage? Mu- you know what? I was actually thinking. Um, I've listened to a lot of the Every Time I Die, Don Broco, and Void of Vision. Yes, because you only get two days to listen to ah, it for the show. Of course, I love all the releases. Yes, um, White Void has such wrestling music song to it, doesn't it? Like that, like Sex appeal, Nick. it's so like wrestling uh, promo package stuff. It's one cool of my favorite song songs of the year. It is. It's, it's one of the so coolest songs of the year. Fucking good. It's just cool, isn't it? It's yeah, not about it. absolutely. And also listening to early Don Broker, at least oh, yeah. the singles. Yeah, some of it's really good. A couple of good ones. Yeah, there's wow. a song called Pretty. I think it's called Pretty. And the um the the music video, That's like pretty. people are cutting each other's faces off. Oh fuck, it's great. Really, I fucking love it. Well, that's just me. <laughs> they've been playing big festivals for a long time. Yeah. So, like, they've been on them over in the, U- in the UK scene for ages. It is a special day today, Nathan. Oh, yes. Because you usually, you know, we usually record on the laptop, and we are recording on the laptop as we speak. But I have my PC just in the background, yeah. and Nath- Nathan's actually never seen what my screensavers are for my, <laughs> my two monitors here. Um, it's been like this for six to seven months at mm. least. Uh, can you describe it to the people who can't actually see, because, you know, this is a podcast? Nick, <laughs> so you've got two monstrous screens just sitting here as we look at the um, the actual the PC itself, and <laughs> you got a photo, the same photo in both things. I don't, can you split screen? Can you do one on each, like if you actually chose to Yeah, do I, no, I've chosen to have them both. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, Nick, one's, uh, one's vertical, one's horizontal. One's I like vertical, the... one's horizontal, yeah. and they actually see the full bonds of Mikey Baldy Locks himself. <laughs> one of the beloveds, Nick, with the biggest pout <laughs> that I've possibly ever seen in my life in a sexy shirt. He's beautiful glasses, Nick. This is one, <laughs> like once in a lifetime. I don't even know how to describe this. It's absolutely gorgeous. He looks like a Colombian drug lord. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like Pablo's long lost cousin, Nick. Oh, oh God. Who thinks he has musical talent? Fucking <laughs> it's hell. fucking great. That is really well um, done. We Nick. do have breaking news, Nathan. Breaking news, you yes. Know, as you were saying, you were off mic, just before we kind of started, you said, I got a chance to listen to the album. Now, you haven't actually said what the, the album word. is, but I feel like we all know what the album has to be. Yes. Can you confirm the rumors and can you give me a first thought? Because I'm not going to have a chance to. It's the new Mastodon album, Nick. You fucking was- bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no one cares about Mastodon. <laughs> nah, so Limp Biscuit, Nick, they dropped an album called 
called Still Sucks. So yep. we got the tease a couple of days ago. They're dropping it on, on um, sorry, on Halloween. So I honestly thought that we'd get it tomorrow because we're a day behind America. So their Halloween is tomorrow on our Monday. So, yeah. But it's dropped, Nick. So all morning, like I went straight on to Spotify. Then a couple of hours later, checked it. Three o'clock, Nick, on my fucking like i was just doing my last couple of listens to a couple of songs yeah and i just flicked over to limp biscuit and it was there Nick. so You're kidding. i had about 20 minutes to listen to the first bit. about listened, a 30 minute album then i listened to the next 15 on the way here on the car oh. so i listened to the full album in its whole entirety i, like, I didn't what. didn't actually get to skim it didn't do any of that but nick give so. it to me i whatever you have right now i'm not ex- i'm not expecting a huge review here what are your thoughts on the new limp biscuit album first one yes in 10 years nick out of style is track one yeah it's so fucking good. Nick, okay. Um, the hook on this, you are going to absolutely lose your mind. It's absolutely <laughs> monstrous. Comes out, gives a DJ lethal fucking pick call as well. It comes mm, into it. Fantastic. Nick, out of style, so great. So then we go into Dirt and Rot- Dirty Rotten Biscuit. It's track two. That's what the fucking name is of I this like track. It. Nick, it's fucking amazing. <laughs> Nick, uh, uh, is this uh, the album of the year? What's going on? close <laughs> to the album of the year. No, no, it's, it's not. But it kind of dips away as you'd expect. But Nick, there's a fucking in excess cover on here. There's a song called Don't Change. Oh, don't. Nick, so no. what was, what's their biggest song, like arguably, like in, like streams-wise? It's Behind Blue Eyes, covered by The Who, yes. yes it They've is. They've tried to come out with a song. Or George Michael's Faith, which is another cover. Exactly. So they're the best that, cover band of all time. Nick, they're coming out with Don't Change. Fred Durst sounds like a fucking angel on this song, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> there's something about this. I'm telling you, Nick, wait till you listen to it. You'll lose your mind listening to this. Dad Vibes has grown to me a couple of, I've listened to it a few more times since we first did it, but I gotta say, like, it's not that good, but. Hey, 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 blasphemy okay, right there. I, I, I'm, I'm go, I'll, I'll actually be honest. So, like, yeah. there's a few decent songs on here, but there's a lot of crap, as yeah. you'd expect with Limp Biscuit. but 32 minutes, it's enough of what you want. It's a couple Perfect. of changes, there's a couple of good riff songs in there, there's a lot of soft songs in there, but Fred Durst, the ultimate market extraordinaire guy, he just knows how to, like, market himself and. Coming out with the dad vibes with the new look and the everything. Everything like the actual excitement for this. Build yeah. it out of nothing, Nick. Like they hadn't done anything like you said in 10 years. Then yeah. all of a sudden, drops out with this fucking stupid goofy look. Comes out, plays a new song at the, the Lollapalooza Festival. Yeah. They drop the single. It's okay. Like everyone's memed it. And now this pops up. Yeah, it's weird because like I wonder... Like people are going on about dad vibes and like I don't know if it's just ironic um, yes. but a lot of people say that they genuinely think it's an amazing track which you know if you do more power to you of course yeah. but it is something like Wes Ballin from Limp Bizkit would yeah. always say like we don't want to release new music because people don't want to hear new Limp Bizkit they want no. to hear the classics when they come out and play live kind of thing obviously that was years ago and things have changed and you know obviously you probably get the itch after a while especially once yes. you're in quarantine you yes. have a lot of time to do something if this album as you say it has two three maybe four great tracks on there that you can maybe add to a set list here and there well you bring out the worst of me you'll definitely like that that's yeah. the track after the cover then after that it's kind of when I was driving in the car so I haven't really gotten any notes but a couple of song names yeah. Barnacle's one of them <laughs> Pill Popper is <laughs> one of them Snacky Poo's another one yeah, uh, they're all my nicknames from high school <laughs> <laughs> Snacky Poo I actually quite like when I was listening to it at the car but this actually isn't that bad then it kind of fades into a kind of talking bit at the back but then Nick there's a song called <laughs> Goodbye which is ironic it might be their last goodbye who knows who this knows? could be a farewell this could be a fucking final album who knows so but this is Limp Bizkit's The Black Parade this is what Correct. you're saying this is, their mag- this is their magnum opus this is Nick this is the magnum opus just like Kin is for fucking um, White Chapel ah very nice and we'll talk about it later we'll but get yes. into a bit later but Limp Bizkit yeah they dropped it I love it I love the fact that you'll enjoy this. this you'll definitely enjoy ah, listening to this it's weird because like, I, listen, I re-listened to Gold Cobra and at the time when that released I kind of enjoyed it I re-listened yeah. to it it's fucking trash oh, yes. <laughs> it's so shit Nick there is, uh, but yeah. Shotgun's fucking hilarious like they're a funny like again it's a lot of Limp Bizkit is ironic love yes and which is fun I don't mind that but yeah, it's I'm excited to listen to this. If Still sucks, Limp Bizkit. If you're expecting my generation and my way type songs, Ooh. you're not gonna get it. It's just does John Otto 
at any point throughout, any point. I don't. I'm uh, sorry, yes. 32 minute album. Yep. Any point does he take it to a Matthews bridge? Quite, yes. <laughs> There's a couple of moments there that you'll lose your mind. I actually thought Ball. Who's Matthew? <laughs> oh, I got no fucking idea. It's got to be a baseball player. And he always used to wear baseball shirts, Durst. So he it's got to be yeah. a baseball friend of some kind. But Nick, I was actually surprised. Ballin's quite tame on this album. So. Yeah. But there are moments you'll love it. I'm telling you, you'll enjoy it. You will. Yeah, I've been you'll enjoy it for what it is. It's just fun. Yeah, you're not ex- no expectations no. going, and you'll you'll have a bit no, of fun no. with it. If you expect a great album from Limp Bizkit at this stage, you're a bit of a silly goose. Bit of a <laughs> Get into the goose club, Nick. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, that being said, Nathan, yes. this episode and every episode is brought to you by Bilson's. Nick, look what we're wearing. Oh, I know Bilson's hoodie from me, Bilson's beanie from you, yes. looking stylish, stylish. and profilish, um, bit Ric Flair in style. Uh, uh, um, is he cancelled yeah. these days, Nick? Is it? Did, did he go, oh, he did too. Fuck's sake, I can't do anything. Yeah, I do remember that. Fuck you, God damn it. Uh, yeah, but Wimp, uh, what am I saying? <laughs> Bilson's WWDOTW, 15% off your order, $50, yep. $50 spend over, and you get free shipping. Is you it, might get a thank you note as well. New pineapple flavour, isn't it? Uh, ooh, pine- passion fruit. Is it passion fruit? Yes. Yeah, I love a bit of passion oh, in my life. That can be our fucking flavour of the week, Nick. Well, if I've learned anything from watching Kath and Kim repeatedly for the last 10 years, it is that... They are tiger supporters and they love Passiona. Love Passiona. <laughs> that's the uh, that's the way to go. Isn't and Cal's it? the greatest TV character in all oh, Australian history. God, and which one's Cal? Is he the dad? He's the dad. Oh, the walking, the the, the power. Walking. Until he became Russell Coit, <laughs> <laughs> and then he outdid himself. <laughs> then he outdid himself. How does one man at the top two spots in character <laughs> history? Incredible. It's incredible. Fuck you. Stupid. <laughs> uh, Nathan, I want to I want to play you something if that's okay. I don't know if you've seen this, but. There has been so many funny shit, funny shit that's been coming out this week. Oh, no. One of it, and I'm just going to play it through my phone. So if the quality is shit, I'm sorry. That's my bad. So I don't really care. Um, DJ Khaled got re- received a guitar, right? DJ Khaled's obviously a DJ producer. Yes. He's released a bunch of albums. He kind of sucks, but that's okay. He got a guitar from like the Bob Marley family. And uh, really, so I, I just want to play this video. It is. It actually puts me in stitches. It is so fucking funny. Dear Mr. Khaled, please take it away. Get a close up. Get a close up. Get a close up of the case. The guitar, you know what I'm saying, and a special note from the Marley family. Shout out to the Marley. Melissa, can you read this for me? Can you read this to the world, please? I'm not sure if DJ Khaled knows how to read. No. DJ Khaled, we're excited to share this new guitar with you. As someone who has an appreciation for Bob Marley's life and music, we want you to be one of the first to play the Guild 20 Marley, based on Bob's at-home songwriting guitar from 56 Hope Road. This guitar inspired songs that help unite the world, and we hope it gives you inspiration as well. No! <laughs> no, Carly, no! <laughs> it's like me when I was four years old, and you give a guitar and you just touch. It's the worst piss take than the Limp Bizkit album, Nick. <laughs> I've watched that... 30 times what at least fuck? over the past few days. It is. It puts me in stitches. That's I've, fucked. I've never seen someone like, as something, such a respectful message and then he comes out with that. I love it. Nathan, I, my, Hilarious. my dad, I've been showing a bit of like, you know, music from uh, the pa- over the past week oh, from okay. kind of the years. How's he going? And I, I, he had a few opinions on a few bands, Nathan. Well, I just hot takes again. Absolutely. No, most of it's pretty positive. He actually really liked certain bands. Love Turnstile. Really loves Turnstile's new album. Loved Blackout. Thinks Blackout's the best song. That's all he fucking should. It's great. It's right up his alley. He loves that kind of stuff. Every Time I Die. Thought the double kicks were a bit much at times, but oh. 
one song that he loved, probably the greatest every time I die song, top three at least, Werewolf. Werewolf had oh, to be. Oh, gonna, if I had to pick one, it was going to be Werewolf. He I knew it. absolutely <laughs> loves Werewolf. He also noticed that Keith, but he kind of um, brought it out. He's like the singer, he loves to repeat words. He did it. He does it in multiple songs and mm. I never really noticed that. Now every time I listen to it, every time I die, I like I listen to Keith Buckley repeat lines like three times in a row and I'm like, fuck you, Greg. <laughs> Damn it, Greg. <laughs> Stop bursting my bubble. Hot take uh, us. Uh, Dom Broco. Dom Broco. What he, he, said, he simply said, the song about Manchester is weirdly fun to listen to. <laughs> Number one fan. Beautiful. Crossfaith is that that unified performance makes me want to jump into a mosh pit for the first time in 10 years. Love it. Not yep. bad. Yeah, also, I remember That's the good. last time he was in a mosh pit. It was yeah. in 2013 at the Osprey Sideshow. Oh. And he was old. He was like 50 then. He was going for <laughs> yeah, it. Oh, God. I've never, loved it. I've never seen a man panic for his life more <laughs> than <laughs> that moment. <laughs> so good. He does love a mosh. And, he used to, yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And the greatest song, and he's, he's thought this ever since it came out. He's known this song for a long time, but oh. every time I bring it up every time i put it on he sings it he loves um, he? mimicking it it's hyper hyper he absolutely Eskimo cowboy fucking loves it and i showed him the new song by uh, we got the moves what he say uh, he said it sucks <laughs> <laughs> but he loves he just every time he's he sings along to it he tries to make the gutturals and everything like that he just thinks it's really fun and i can't really argue with it i think it, came, it was in our top 10 songs that, uh, it did came of the fifth, Backbone 100 which Ooh, we need to fifth. start fuck we're gonna have to start working that out i've got it ready to oh god i hate him gotcha. just limp biscuit how many songs are on this album uh, there's 12 or 11 well they're the top 11 or 12 <laughs> Nick, don't change. Got to be number one, surely. Surely, yeah, has to be. Uh, okay, wait to hear him singing it. I'm excited. The effort that he puts into oh, it, dude. We should just, we should just turn this episode into a Limp Biscuit listing party. And the, the actual show with Don't Change. Nick. Put it on. You can hear it for the first time. Uh, Nate, there are a few songs we need yes. to talk about. Um, songs. Three big singles, I think. Uh, three main ones, I guess. In this scene, probably more. I might have missed a couple, but three. that's okay. I want to talk about one in particular uh, to start things off. Probably the spiciest one because I have seen a bit more of a mixed response to this. Is it a Spanish porn star one? It is not a Spanish porn star one. Oh. Maybe it is. It's Thornhill. He was a bit of a man or the old Casanova back <laughs> yeah, in the Casa, day. Brand, so. the Spanish porn star. <laughs> Sorry, mate. God damn it. There's a movie about, it, about him. Is it? Yeah, apparently. There you go. He had sex with a lot of women. Well, maybe. Mm. I don't know. I wasn't I'm him. A lover, Nick. Back, was, yeah. Aren't we all? Oh. <laughs> aren't we all? Better be a lover than a fighter, isn't <laughs> it? Absolutely. That's Tyson Fury. Oh, God, what a man. Mm. But what a song. This is a really interesting track. Thornhill have kind of gone a little bit left a field for this one Left field There's a lot of interesting comments That I've seen about it A Nick. lot of news comparisons Nick. And I definitely hear it 832 comments on YouTube Yep In the day Any good ones? Like um, <laughs> No a lot I'm, of, kidding. I'm kidding Is that a lot? Like I'm just saying For a normal like a band like, I, I always like Say like fucking Alpha Wolf will drop a single You might get 150, 200 comments Pretty quickly on a YouTube yeah. video But this had 830 And I was like Okay, then you, you'd kind of delve into it, Nick. What do you think? It well, it, it does read any? it does invo- evoke a, a response, and I think that's yes. kind of in that way it's really good. I don't know if I like this track. I've kind of gone back and forth with this one, where it's like you know the big the main riff at the start is pretty cool. I think vocally. It could teeter on being yeah. a little bit then very Chino in the chorus, well, as you said. Like you know, you say Matt Bellamy, and like the problem is with Matt Bellamy is he he really rides that line of being great or being annoying as yep. fuck. Yeah. And there are a couple of moments, probably the first time I've heard from a Thornhill song where mm. I'm like, vocals can be a little bit more on the annoying side. And I was like, and like, yeah, the I like the kind of the ending. I think the ending's kind of cool, but also having those yeah. clean vocals over the top of it might not be the move. Heard it a bit, yeah? Yeah, it's mm. it's a weird one. It's a, it's a really fascinating track because 
I've had times where I've listened to this and thought, this is great. And I've had times I've listened to this and thought, this is mediocre as fuck. So I don't know where I sit with this, Nathan. And I don't like that. I don't know. Oh, dude, I, <laughs> I get why you're on the fence 100%. But like you say, they've taken us down a different route, which yeah. I actually, I'm glad that it's not the, the Dark Pool Mark II because literally every second comment that you see online is like, oh, this doesn't sound anything like the Dark Pool. But yeah. that's kind I, of the point. I'm in the corner where I like that. So there's a lot that aren't. So it is, as you say, divisive. But... You look at it, so huge guitars to kick off. Yep. Then it kind of fades a bit. There's a little bit of a weird section, but then it comes back with the solo, comes back good. The solo. The, oh, my what'd God. What do you think? Were you lost when you heard that? The solo set the scene back five years. <laughs> <at least. laughs> I was like, what the fuck's going on? <laughs> it's just even the video, because the video is him oh. doing the big... I think he does the big power slide to the yeah. camera. It's the stupidest shit I've ever seen in my life. Is this the worst video of the year? Oh, come on. You Nick, can't I, say that. I, that's a hot take. I'm, this is a garbage video. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, they fucking tr- out of nowhere, Nick. It's a perfect rock song, and they trash their fucking gear at the end of the song. I'm like, what the fuck's going? on? But no, the I get COVID is, cuts. The guitarist get gets the guitar gets trashed, and the guitar goes out of the song. It just becomes bass and drums. And then so they fucking a- kill the bass and the drums. Yeah, Nick. look, we don't. Yeah, <laughs> look, it's worst not- bass and drums performance since Pendulum. I'm telling you, we need to bring <laughs> that back. You. I'm, I'm telling you now. I actually quite like the drums. The drums actually make it sound very Thornhill-like because like the change-ups, the tempo is really good. Ben Made is really good at that. But um, yeah, I, I look at the vocals like you say, like very Matt Bellamy during the verses, and then it gets to the chorus, and it's Chino and Mark, like Mark II, like it's yeah. just so ripped off of those two artists. But they've always had that, yeah, from Tempera onwards, like with temp- like with um. That's like the first, the first song that we ever heard from Thornhill. And we're this like, is yep, Deftones. Yep. And that's just who they are. But like overall, I look at it. So four minutes, we've been waiting for Thornhill. That's the problem, I think, with this, Nick. It's been two years since the Dark Pool. The expectations are out of the fucking world. Everyone's thinking this is going to be the greatest song of all time. And it's not. It's not their best song. It's as simple as that. Like, yeah. there's no other way of looking at it. But like, it is still, it is still very Thornhill. It's bass heavy. It's groovy as fuck. There's great searing vocals. And like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's not actually that different to what their actual style is. But... That's the thing. People have expectations that didn't hit it, and people don't like it for that reason. Forty-six thousand views on two, over two days, so it's pretty. It's doing well on the view count. Eighty, eight hundred thirty fucking comments. Yeah. I couldn't believe that. Like the dislikes, pretty good as it usually would be. Like local bands usually don't get shot shot on for that. Reading the comments, you, I thought that ratio would have been so much worse. Really? Yes. That's interesting. Yes. <laughs> I like the top comment. They really be pulling out all the stops to try and get Jacob a girlfriend. <laughs> Yeah, it's got like 300 likes. <laughs> I really like that one. Uh, yeah, yeah, look, I, I, I've seen people say certain things about this. I've heard people say this is like if Muse listened to Diamond Dies by Deftones for the first time and they made a song, it would be this. Um, it is very early Muse and yeah. I don't mind that because, you know, De- the Deftones love has gotten a little bit, an- not annoying because Deftones are the greatest band of all time. But a but lot like, of bands are bringing it yeah, in. Yeah, it's like yeah. they've always been influential, but they're a lot more noticeably influ- influential at the yeah. moment than they were maybe 10 years ago. Well, um, I think Diamond Eyes really changed that, actually. Usually, and you know what that is. I think that's because of the cleans. I think the cleans that Chino has actually is more appealing than the pop punk kind of yeah. appeal that we had back five, six years ago. So people now want that slow kind of fucking grooved out kind of style instead, which mm. can be good. Loads done it and nailed it, but they've got their own style and they're going with that, whereas this kind of copies a little, a little bit too much. Well, uh, to be fair, you can, you can make the love argument for sounding exactly like Deftones. Oh, exactly like, too. So, but yes. And, and, but like Jacob has said in the past where he doesn't want to do screaming too much, he kind of wanted to phase it out after the Dark Pool came out. He actually yep. said, he's like, I don't, it's gonna be I don't, en- I don't yep. enjoy screaming. Yep. So like, I think there's like one yell or one scream yep. throughout this entire track. There is. That's fine. Yep. What Like that doesn't matter. Like, I don't mind the idea of having clean vocals over really heavy shit. I think it could work really well. And yeah, there is such a a tried tested formula of having your know, screaming verses and clean choruses, which has gotten so stale fucking stale yep. that it's like, what do we do now? Um, in that sense, like I, as much as I don't particularly 
love this track and might grow on me again. It's only been out a few days, so like you know, these kind of songs do tend to grow. Yes. I I do I admire the attempt that they've gone for, and I kind of like the fact, as you said, they haven't gone for Darkpool two point no, They're I love tra- that. they're trying something different. Whether or not this is part of an EP, whether or not this is just a standalone single or an album, or whatever. This time. is just pre kind of festival festival season. You reckon this won't be part of anything? Uh, it'll be on the album when they release it, but I think this will be the first one, and then three months later we might get Mark two after festival season. I got a good question for you. Yes, the Darkpool has about twelve tracks on it. Twelve tracks, right? Yes. Add this to it, so say, add Casanova to Darkpool. Yeah. So it'd be 13 tracks. 13 tracks. What ranking would this song be on the dark pool? Nine onwards. Nine. It wouldn't be in the top nine. Nine through 13. Yeah, I, I don't think this is anywhere near like okay. their best song, which is why like people, their expectations where it's going to be another nurture, another fucking reptile, another big banger. But it just yeah. it hasn't got that. It just it hasn't got the right, like the hook's there, but it's not a, a massive hook to appeal you. The riffs there are good, but they're not the big like headbanging fuckers that you're going to mosh to like. It's just a decent, safe song. It's a little bit, yeah. And there's a little bit of a disconnect. There's something like, I don't know, there's something a little bit... It's a bit it eerie, It doesn't style fit right. No. Yeah, it's, it feels like a few, you know, square peg in the round hole, whatever the fuck is. Square peg in the that, round hole. That's that's what people say, right? Oh, I've heard that's, that a million times. I've had, I've had a few square pegs in my... Oh, was <laughs> God, that, was, that was an easy one. You Sorry. Sorry. Yes, it's all right. <laughs> um, next one I want to talk about, yes. Nathan Trophy Eyes. Ooh. Uh, trying to rip off Let Live. How dare you? Uh, <laughs> with 27. Clients. I know, Nick. Um, this is blasphemous. So, it is a little bit blasphemous. So, Trophy Eyes over the last couple of years, they released Hurt, which I really, we I didn't like it at the start. Love now. Yep. Love Hurt. I love the chorus. I think it's fucking incredible. Yeah, I love that song. Figure Eight came yep. out. I think it's one of the best Trophy Eyes songs, period. Great song. Yep. Really love that. Now they're coming out 27 Club. Yes. I'd like to give you the... Uh, the shiny new cherry. The f- shiny new cherry. Are we coming going in, white ball or red ball? I'm going, I'm going red ball. Oh. You're aiming for the body. Oh, <laughs> I'm, back I'm, going, style, I'm going Brett Lee pissed off at oh. someone. <laughs> He's a new Fox style commentator. He Nick is. Brown, nice little leader. But Nick, I've got to say this first. Mm. We both made it out of the 27 Club golf clubs. Yes, we did. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, next song. <laughs> I, this was fucking. This is awesome. It does. Uh, it reminded me a lot of Bring Me. You texted yes. me when it came out. I said this is my notes. I said it just reminds me a lot of Bring Me. You said it was very similar to Happy Song. Yes, and that kind of that's the spirit sound, which I think is the nail on the head. You smacked mm. it out of the park. There, it's really good. Johnny's vocals, excellent. Yep. I think he's a v- beautiful vocalist, and it sounds really good in this style that they're going for now. But I was right, Nick. I was right about them last week. I said they're going to suck us in. They've done the 15-second tease with the heavy part. It's yeah. just going to be a normal fucking rock. Yeah. It's the Bring Me effect, and that's what Bring Me have done, and they've done this and the same, and it's a really good song. But I really look forward to seeing this at night and day. I think it's going to be a great song live in a great setting. But they've also, Nick, released during the week extra tickets. They've got 13 shows coming next yeah. next year in March and April. So get around that. Don't go to the Frankston show, though, no. I mean, though, Nick, because you know why? Why? It's the same night as what we did on the weekend. Fundraiser extraordinaire, spectacular. Fuck- Don't double book, Nick. I was Don't wondering, do I've always hated John Florentini or whatever his yeah, name is. Florentini. <laughs> Florentini. We'll get, we'll roll with John that, Appletini, how Appletini dare you. So he's going to have his own cocktail right now. <laughs> they got their own wine, though. They do, yeah. which is pretty cool. Haven't bought it. Nah, no. Yeah, not, really, not really a wine guy. I only drink Bilsons. I only drink Bilsons. I'm contractually <laughs> obligated only to drink Bilsons. Uh, yeah, I like this track. I think it's. I don't think it's as good as Figure 8. I think that was always going to be a tough feat. There's no saxophone solo in here. Bit disappointing, but well, that's okay. Maybe they should add a, maybe that's the next thing for heavy music. Every band gets a saxophone added to their shit. Just a brass section, anything. Like, it could be amazing. a fucking like trumpet section. Oh, Even a flute. Like, Land Down Under has the flute part. It's the most absolutely. iconic bit of the whole song. But, Nick, I actually look. So, you talked about Hurt and you talked about Figure 8 coming in. Yeah. This is only the second song since 
American Dream. Wow. So Hurt came out in 17. Yeah. American Dream in 18. That's insane. Figure <laughs> 8 was 2020 and this is 2021. So we actually haven't had a lot of music over the past few years from Trophy Oz. We always talk about them, but they haven't done a lot. So yeah. this is definitely leading it to an album somewhere down the line, whether it's next year before they go on the tour, who the fuck knows, but yeah. it's going to be a good time. I reckon this is I reckon their next album's going to be I reckon it's going to be up there with Chemical Miracle. I think it's going to be amazing. Um, I'm not a huge... I've never... I didn't catch that Chemical Miracle wave. I love the album. I think it's great. But, like, I don't have that sort of affection to it. I think this album has potential to be better. I think the way that Trophy Eyes are right now, I think they're about to hit their apex. And I'm very exciting uh, because... John Floriani is a great name. Florentini. Get it right. <laughs> John, John. Apple Martini Floriani. God damn it. John God damn it. He sounds like a pasta dish. I don't like it. <laughs> Fuck, I don't like it anymore either. Uh, Dreg. Nathan. Dreg. I, Nerve. Nerve. Now, yes. Nerve is a movie. Did you know that? Ah, uh, yes. It ha- you know who stars in it? No, Nick. One of the stars of it is... Clint Eastwood. Machine Gun Kelly. You have said that. I'm such a dick. And you know who else it stars? Clint Eastwood. The shitty Franco brother, Dave Franco. The young one. And you know who else it stars? James Franco's cancelled. Is he? Yeah, apparently. Oh my god, dude! Everyone oh, yeah, he's too. Yeah, yeah, so we, yeah I'm one. sorry. God damn, I can't talk about. Well, yeah. Dave Franco, we're allowed. Yeah, to talk Dave, about. okay, yeah, <laughs> he's a good one. <laughs> I always, I've always said Dave's the better one. <laughs> he's in the twenty twenty one Jump Street, so we can. Ah, uh, yes, that's why you like. He is too. That's a great yeah. movie, too. Cracking movie. Not as better. I think it's better than twenty two. Is it Jump as good Street. as this Drake song? Yes. <laughs> no, I really like this song. Um, I like the feature. I like the fact that they've just gone for a flat-out hip-hop artist, which is great. Good I, get. I think they could have used him a little bit better, personally. A little bit more, too, maybe? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe that's just me being a bit harsh. I think Dreg are a weird band right now. Because weird band. I, like, I've said this before about Dreg that I kind of want I want a full project to listen to. I'm sick Ooh, yeah. of like scrolling through singles yeah, and shit p- with Dreg. That's my pot shot. Yeah. Yeah, I've got that. There is that thing where like they have this really cool thing going where they're consistently releasing singles, and I don't know if that's doing well for them only they they know that mm. but i just want something complete yeah, um I, I agree now this album is cool but i'm uh, sorry this song is very very cool very good song i don't think they've released a bad song yet drake this i think they've no. released average like a couple songs where i'm like eh, that's okay yep. but I, I don't think they've released a song that i think is like oh that's shit ass most bands have a shit ass song a hundred percent and that's why I, that's why i kind of was an advocate for them doing singles at the start because mm. i'm like you can release one every three months put all the work into it whereas an album you put fucking three weeks of just like 12 songs together and it can yeah. be rushed and not as good but if you're putting one song together every three months you're going to make it good so like yeah. the consistency is going to be there better but yeah I enjoyed the song as well yeah I yeah. like it I'm a big fan if you had to rate them those three songs Ooh. one through three Dr- uh, Dreg, Thornhill, Trophy Eyes. The Eyes at one. I'm going to go the Dreg Heads at number two, and I'm going to go Casanova you, at three. I tell you what, just just because <laughs> I want just want to I want to keep the peace. I'm going Casanova one, <laughs> oh, Dreg two, track. and Trophy Eyes three. Fence sitter, yeah, absolutely. As if they didn't go up the back with the backbone. Yeah. Welcome to the backbone fence sitters. <laughs> oh, <damn laughs> We're Nick. not allowed to have an opinion, or else we oh, get in trouble. No, um, <laughs> no Nick. <laughs> Um, do you see Slowly Slowly got announced on uh, Unify? Oh, that was there goes a quiz question straight out of the back round. <laughs> Sorry, well, yes, that no. wasn't that was an easy one. Yeah, that's good. You uh, paying attention? I like it. It's um, look, it's a random one that's come out. Um, yes. I'm still wondering where Unify are going with this. I Not don't a know. big one. I don't know. Yeah, mm. like. Look, they're an upper act. I yes. think they're like a middle to upper act at, the, yep. at this, especially on this lineup. I think they're probably more of an upper act. Um, I wonder how many, if you had to have a guess, how many you know, acts do you think they've got left to announce? Oh, we said five. Yeah. Do you still think five? I'm going four. Yeah, you think four now. It makes it's too late. It's two months to the fucking venue. Yeah. Like, like, how much hype are you going to build in ticket sales? Like, if you want like to actually push tickets now, you would have probably gone the biggest artist. So if they're the yeah. biggest artists in the last couple of releases, 
Where yeah. are we going with it, Nick? Are you still team in Hearts Waker guaranteed to play Unify? Nah, they, I'm off them. You reckon it's got not at me anymore? Off the arc, Nick. I'm yeah. off it. <laughs> off the arc, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking bitch. <laughs> Jumping overboard, Nick. <laughs> I, I honestly would have thought, though, if they were going to announce in Hearts Wake, they would have been the first one. Like, mm. it wouldn't it be like that? That'd be the obvious one. Whereas, like, they might say it fucking three weeks before and everyone's like, oh, in Hearts Wake's playing, but I'm not going to give a shit. Maybe, yeah. maybe others will, but. Just... I'm sure one person will. Yeah. Sure, surely. I yeah. give more, far more of a shit about Yes, we do, 100% where we're at with their listening, but like you say, I I don't know how many tickets they're actually going to push. That's okay. Do you want any pot shots, Dave? Oh, yes, Nick. Quick questions, quick answers. Do you want to go first or want me to go first? I'll get my Dreg one out of the way, Nick Brown. Dreg should have saved these singles for an album, yeah or no? Well, I don't know if they have an album. They should save these singles from now on. You know what? Go on. I, I trust the process. They have an energy drink. I can't argue anything against them when they have evolved the energy drink. Checked it out, wanted to buy it. It was yep. not online, Nick. It was a false setter. How dare you? <laughs> Falsetto. <laughs> uh, Nick Brown, Wind Waker's memeing is becoming more of an appeal than their music, yay or nay? Oh, big call. Um, I was having a discussion about this with somebody this, this week yes. um, about Wind Waker and how kind of like... Yeah, a lot of Wind Waker's appeal is the fact that they are like they do like all the memes and shit, and to their audience, it feels like they're more approachable because of that. And yeah. They understand that, and there's no issue with that. There's got to be a point where they're just gonna fucking put, release something Mick. because I'm starting to lose interest. Nick, <laughs> yeah, how long's it been since they've released anything? I'm gonna say two and a half years. Well, Nick, that's correct because oh. their EP Empire came out March twenty second. 2019. I feel like pretty much to the day I'm on. So on point, yeah. you had the next nine months full of 2019. You had all 12 months of 2020. Or what are we now? 10 months into yeah. 2021. So that's a long time in between drinks. It's insane. That's 31 months, nearly three years in between sure. drinks. I'm not sure about them anymore. Yeah, well, I'm just like... I'm, uh, I'm kidding, Will. Please respect, return my calls. <laughs> yeah, we, we, we do. We love Will. Like, great, like, great person, but... They haven't released anything in three years almost now. So, like, with yeah. the thesis with Love Language, they said it's recorded, they've gone away and done all this stuff, but they're hilarious online. I get that. I love that. But the appeal there, like, you don't want that to be your appeal. You still want to be writing music and having people sell tickets that way. There, so. was a, there was a period where, like, every BAM page just turned into a meme page after the BAM broke up, mm. and it feels like we might are already at that stage where they're, they're, just <laughs> oh, a, no, they're more of a meme page than the fan page. Uh, they've been, uh, hip-hop shows are more exciting to see than uh, scene shows in 2021. Yeah, or nay. Yeah, yeah, Nick, you know why? Why? It's just a funner vibe. Mm. It's a funner mosh. It's a different You are mosh. right there. The, it is, the vibe's so much better. Well, you, you got, like, if you're going to actual, to a, let's say you're going to a hardcore show and you go on there, you actually want to jump around in a pit, you're not going to be able to do that. You're going to be slammed. You're going to be kicked in the face. It's a little bit daunting to yeah. people sometimes, Nick. I'm not saying it is to us, but to a certain. I'm scared shitless. Oh, <laughs> me too, Nick. I, I fear for my life in those pits. But, it, like, compared to a hip hop show, you can just jump around and have a good time and just sing away and, like, you don't, like, you feel like you're part of it. Whereas the scene, it can be very divisive. Mm. What do you think? That. You got a rebuttal to that? No, absolutely spot on. I think yeah. I've been to a lot of like hip hop shows when they come to Australia, and I understand it's a bit different when international artists come to Australia yep. because well, the know, creator's coming, isn't he? The Next vibe, year. yeah, the vibe's just different. I don't know, it's a weird thing. Uh, but those pits are so much funner, and it feels like more of like a let's all go crazy together rather than like individual kind of like let's punch some fucking asshole in the dark <laughs> well we had that appeal growing up of like being in the rock kind of jump core crowds with rage and bent like even muse like oh no you jump core you bitch oh no but i'm just saying we, like, we used to love bouncing around in a yeah. pit at big day out and doing those fun things and then the kind of sound of music that we started listening to the sound music. of music I had to reference that in there didn't <laughs> i but i'm telling you like it's a different 
and it's a complete different scene and it's a different thing. I remember when I went to my first kind of hardcore show, I'm like, holy fuck, the pit and the crowd. Like, this is different. I love yeah. everything about it. But like, it's a complete different vibe, mate. Yeah, I don't like it. Nick Brown. <laughs> Trophy eye ceiling is the highest in, a sh- in the Aussie scene by Polaris. Yeah or no? Yeah. Yeah. I, I think they arguably are higher than Polaris and what they could do. There it is. I, think, I feel like they're higher in what they could do in Australia. I don't know if they could do it internationally. Um, yeah, I really, I don't know. Something about Trophy Us, man. I think they are... They are the band. I think they're already worthy of being like a unified headliner. Um, if they, they wanted to, they're the next one to come through. Like, question for you. Yeah. Are they our version of Bring Me? Can they be? Mm-hmm. With this new sound? Yeah. Like, I'm, talking sure, I'm sure they can. Like talking to Ceiling, they're the one band that stylistically are similar to what Bring Me does now. Yeah. I, 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 I Whether they're as good, maybe not, but like... How dare you? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. No, I, I agree. I think they're, they're definitely, you know, got the most... They've got bring, bring Me tendencies out of all the bands in the scene that do sound like Bring Me. And let me believe you, there are a fuck ton of them, like that, yes. especially in Australia. Trope Guys are naturally probably the biggest band doing that sound, and they have their own spin on that sound to the point where most of their songs, they have no Bring Me elements to it, so you can't really pick up on it. This new one, there just is a little bit of a Bring Me element. 100%. Nathan... <laughs> this is a bit of a stretch. Limp Biscuit are more influential influential than Slipknot. Yeah, or nay? Oh my god, I'm gonna say yay because it's Limp Biscuit <laughs> Day, Nick. <laughs> Thank God. <laughs> it's Halloween. I'm in a good mood. I'm going with that because they have shit masks and I'm Slipknot. That's what I'm. That's going true. With. No, honestly, well, Slipknot clearly like they are the biggest probably metal band in the the modern scene. Yep. They are influence wise. I don't think any band really these days tries to be like Slipknot, whereas everyone tries oh, to Oh, how like dare a, you. Star, oh. I listen to that new Starve record. Oh, how dare you. That's, just a, of their that's own, a Slipknot cover band. Starve their own band. <laughs> how dare you say something like that. But no, like, honestly, Slipknot, they are like, they're still going strong, but their career, their the best is probably behind them. Yeah, Limp Bizkit the same, but I think... Like, <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you were about to say, Limp Bizkit are about to hit their prime. No, I think the sound of Limp Bizkit's coming back during new metal in our scene more than that kind of Slipknot, kind of scary, kind of fucking metal vibe that they had. I think that there's more of a, an appeal to the Limp Bizkit sound than there is to the Slipknot in this Hell modern yeah. day and age, Nick. I love it. I'm not saying bands can do it because no one's got a DJ Lethal or a fucking Les Ballin. How many times could other drummers take it to a said Matthews Bridge? exactly right. (laughs) The John Otto, I tried it myself. I couldn't Couldn't do it. it. That's that's how it is, Nick. Fall off that bridge, goddammit. David, what other music's been coming out? Lots, Nick. Anything good? There's a couple. Okay. Well, there's one. It's actually... So we had a divisive song in Casanova. Yes. There's a very divisive album that's been released during the week. Is it White Chappie? It is The Chappies. So The Chappies have come out with an album called Nick. Um... What's the opposite to your name? Spelled backwards. Um, kin. 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 We'll roll with kin. Yeah, That's we'll very well that. done, Nick. I'm proud ne- of you. Next of kin. Well, Nick, 11 songs, 47 minutes. Yep. So I, I, I'm going to go through it. I'm going to give it a little bit of a detailed response. Okay. But Nick, I was completely underwhelmed on my first full listen to this album. So I wanted to hear more songs like, there's a song called Lost Boy. Don't know. So you like that song? Great song. Probably one of my favorite songs of the year. That hooked me when I first heard it. I really love that song. And... Going back to The Valley, which was their album from 2019, very like critically acclaimed, very cool album. A lot of their softer songs were the appeal for me to listen to the band. But Nick, on this album, they've kind of gone down that route a little bit too much for me. So a lot of softer stuff. But um, then I've done a little bit of research, a little bit of diving, and I looked at actual Phil Bozeman's story being very talked about highly because of his what he's talked about on this album. So a little bit like Marcus with Northland, with Alien, talked about a lot of stuff, the demons inside, kind of talking about his childhood and stuff. You listen to the songs and you actually kind of, I'm not a lyrics guy, Nick. I never will yeah. be, never am, but you actually listen to the songs and they mean a lot more. And they've done a little bit of a role reversal here, Nick. Ooh. So Whitechapel, you've always thought of them as the death metal crazy kind of heavy band. They're one of the loudest bands you're going to listen to live. They're role reversing this, this Nick. So 
the music isn't the appeal with the heaviness now. It is the lyric stuff and the lyric section. So Ooh. they've kind of reversed that, which I like. But a couple of moments, Nick, a little bit too five-finger death punchy. No! And I didn't like that. Lyrically, they're better than that. But Nick, it just really kind of annoyed me. But a couple of standout tracks. Yeah. So obviously Lost Boy's good. Anticure is straight out of an Alice in Chains fucking song from the early <laughs> 90s. Don't know what the fuck was going on there. To the Wolves, really cool. And Without Us, a nice song. But... It's a really ballsy release, Nick, because they are one of those bands that have they've been underrated in the metal world, but they've always been at the top of like the deathcore scene, and like they have had a massive following. And this is the vibe of them, Nick. This is the bring me effect. This is a, a lot of it actually reminds me of what Parkway's done. So Parkway yeah. replaced their breakdowns with sing along parts. That's kind of what White Chapel had done on this album. That's kind of how I equate it. But like looking at it, it's a ballsy release because like it's not very heavy, and yeah. like they're 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 known as like a heavy band, and this is a transition album. So that that um first song at the start, I thought it was a fucking Red Dead Redemption soundtrack song. It was fucking great. It really was, wasn't it? Like stepping into the like the East, yeah, Clint Eastwood style back <laughs> in the day. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be the uh, Nitro Circus oh thing was about God. to start. Dropkick Murphys, but like you say, like I, I expected there to be more songs like Lost Boy, which I love that song. I thought the hook in that is great. It does remind me a lot of Tool, but. Whatever, I'm telling you, that was a great song, but there wasn't a lot around that. What else has been coming out now? Nick Brown, we've got a couple of songs. Being as an Ocean. Yes. Have you heard this song? No. Nick, you've got to listen to this song. This is fantastic. It's called Lost. When they hit Lost? On, just like the, the show. The Matthew J. Fox. It was yeah. either oh, Matthew yeah. Fox or whatever his fucking name was. When they get it right, they get it fucking right, mm. Being as an Ocean. I'm a big, big fan of what they do. Nick, who are you a big, big fan of in the kind of rap game? Kind of not rap game, but kind of like evolving over to kind of industrial kind of sound. Released an album last year. Oh, starting with a kind of G and ending with an E, like at the end of it, with a kind of uh, G main, kind of uh, ghost, ghost main. main. Ghost main <laughs> featured Nick on a song called Cycle with Under Oath. So yep. they've actually got an album coming out. It's a long way away, January 14. So they okay. released their first single in August and they said that the album was coming out then. Five months in between. That's too fucking long if you want to. I don't like it. Brand. I don't like it. But I have liked the single so far. Another local band, whatever, forever, dropped a EP during the week forever. called Slowly Dying With You. Not bad. <laughs> <laughs> kind of started a little bit slow, but yep. it finished quite nicely. I just need to say, RIP Burt Newton, Nick Brown. Oh, yeah, I did see that. That's incredible. Like, that was fucking terrifying. Oh, I was sad last night. Yeah, yeah. it was horrible. Yeah. Mm, that was bad. I, it was I, great of the entertainment now. I um yeah like I jumped online with a few guys last night like, late at night and um apparently it happened a few hours earlier and I was yep. like you know when you don't catch the news and like somebody else tells you you feel a bit it's, it's more jarring like, mm. what the fuck like how did I not hear about that why wasn't it all over my Facebook timeline it just well, wasn't I don't know why it wasn't because it, it was really weird I, I joined this like random TV page back in I reckon six months ago and they posted it before anyone it was like three hours up that they posted before yeah. it was online so. Jeez. wasn't your fault, Nick Brown. It wasn't over all the mainstream. Yeah. It's just like Jordan DeGroy getting arrested in New York today. No, nah, let's not talk about Jordan. Oh, sorry. Jordan DeGropey. But Nick. Um, <laughs> Jordan DeGropey. Did you see Wall of Sound getting... Yeah, well played there, you cheeky bastard. But Nick, yeah. Wall of Sound being ripped off. Yeah. You what, see what happened there? So there was like a festival. Festival. And they tried to get outside to headline Rod Laver Arena or something. Rod Laver. Uh, maybe, I don't know. It was know. a Margaret Court. Uh, maybe, I don't know what the fuck was it was. was Arena, Nick? It could have been all three of them on the one day. Couldn't for all I care. Oh, I thought Static Revenue were headlining. Nah, uh, we... We, we didn't get any emails. Nah, we didn't get any emails. We weren't even worthy. We're too sad. <laughs> but honestly, sorry. The actual... It's called Wall of Sound Digital Music Festival. There was a bunch of emails sent out to a lot of bands, not just in Australia, over as far as Brazil, Nick, have been mm. reached out. So it's very like obviously it looks like it's clickbait and it looks like it's fake so there's a lot of bots going around and this is very scary so it wasn't just one or two bands there's a lot of bands so Wall of Sound immediately on the front foot did the right thing came out and shut that down saying they had no part in any of it so good on them but yeah a bit scary Nick $168 they said you were going to make for your 20 minute set that's pretty 
fucking shit. So <laughs> I don't know if that's good or not. That was the appeal. Nick, Bands apparently. get paid. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently, 168 do, bucks. Do we have a quiz today, no? Nick. Yes. We don't. No. Okay. Well, no, you've answered pretty much all of them during the thing. But Nick, no, no we've got one here. Because question one, what album name yes. is said in Biffy Clyro's new song, Denial? Is it A, Get What You Give? <laughs> Fuck off. Is it B, A Different Shade of Blue? No. Is it C, The Death of Me? Or D, all our gods have abandoned us, Nick. Which album? Uh, it's going to be A or C. I'm going to go C because of the fact that it's C. <laughs> you reckon the death of me kind of biffy kind of style? You reckon yeah. that's what it's going to be? Well, you're wrong, Nick, because it's a different shade of blue at number two. They actually said a different they shade of blue. They said a different blue. shade of blue was a lyric inside one Mate, of the songs called Denial. I loved it, Nick <laughs> Brown. Nick, true or false, Bum Rush won the Grammy for best metal performance this year. It, mm, true. You want to lock that in, Andy? Oh, I thought, it was it this year or last year? Well, it got nominated this year, Nick Brown. It won, didn't it? Yeah, it did win. It won. Yay. The masses spoken and we got it done. Nick and then Brown. there was some fucking hooligan. Hooligan. <laughs> on the USD Social Club. RIP. Fuck that place. Um, <laughs> Cesspool that was, Nick Brown. Who uh, posted like, I can't believe body count won and, oh. and, and this other someone else didn't win. Fucking Mate, idiots. You want to say that to Ice-T's <laughs> face? See you what get happens? Get up in his grill and see what happens, motherfucker. Oh, God. You'll get you'll get it be a new patient on fucking Law & Order SCV you whatever the fuck show he's on. Get stomped he on. on now? Yeah, fucking oath he was on that, Nick Brown. Nick, three. What song has more streams on Spotify? Was it Rise Against Satellite or Rise Against Hero of War? Mm, Hero of War. That's a great guessing. That's wrong. Because it's Satellite. 145. I never get this right. I I threw the appeal out there because Hero of War, biggest song, but 145 (laughs) mil for Satellite, 143 for Hero of War. Big streaming numbers. Big, big streaming numbers for Rise Against Big Bear. Nick, what band announced the song Selfish coming out next week? Was it A, Dream State? Was it B, Falsifier? Was it C, Father Dear Hands? Or D, Sly Withers? Oh, fuck. Sly Withers. You a fan of Sly Withers, Nick? Nah, I don't really know him. Listen to Clarkson. It's one of the great songs coming out. But Nick, it was them. They're releasing a new song called Selfish coming this week. Check that out. Nick, who dropped the EP Desperate Times, Desperate Pleasures this week? Was it A, Boston Manor? Was it B, Wolf and Chain? Was it C, Whatever Forever? Or D, like Pacific? Isn't that a fucking Every Time I Die song? Uh, Nick, it might be. Uh, Wolf and Chain. It's a great guess. Is it wrong? It wasn't them. Uh, who Give me it? another guess. I can't remember the other one. Uh, Boston Manor A. Yeah, that, them. But Nick, all four, <laughs> all four of those bands released EPs this week. So please go out and check that out. I've got a couple of songs in the Backbone Takeover playlist yeah. on Spotify. But Nick, so, <laughs> six. What song has more streams on YouTube? Is it Polaris Lucid or is it North Lane Citizen? Polaris Lucid. Going to lock that in, Eddie? No. Yes. Yes, I am. <laughs> Polaris Lucid, 3 mil to Northland Citizen, 2.4 mil. Woo! So not a bad little one there. Nick, what came first? Violent Soho, Hungry Ghost, or a day to remember common courtesy? Um, Hungry Ghost. It's a great guess, Nick Brandy. You know what date that was in 2013? Yep. Uh, February 17. It's a great guess. It was September 6th, just near <laughs> my birthday. Nick, day to remember common courtesy. When did that come out? 2013, around. It was in 2013, yes. It, um. November 4 Near your birthday it actually was October 4 Close October 8 It's your birthday on October <laughs> 8, 2013 <laughs> Nick Brown Well played A I mean 8 Who's the support band Name for Mayday Parade's Upcoming tour That I saw In Seattle And I talked about Last week on our gig show uh, Is it A Moose Blood Is it B The Wonder Years Is it C Knuckle Puck Or D Real Friends Real Friends It's a great guess Nick Brown D it is Correct yes. Well done Nick I'm the best. Who am I? Who are you? I'm an American band with three names. Starve. <laughs> the Wonder Years. Are they American? Oh, the Bearded Warrior. Uh, the Wonder Years there. American? They are. <laughs> good guess. Yeah, um, the Bearded Warrior messaged me. He's like, what did he say? I love the fact that every time you are, get asked, name a band with one name, you say Starve. <laughs> <laughs> Promotion. <laughs> and, then, and then I'm like, name American band with three names, Starve. <laughs> 
<laughs> well, it's better than Ocean Grove. Yeah, it's very true. <laughs> they changed it, their um, profile photo. They might they have some coming out this week. Everyone's yeah. fucking teasing something About now. time, these assholes. Uh, We've been waiting yeah, long enough, haven't we? Stupid diggers. Well, was Polar- last year was the death of me, wasn't it? They might have a single before one of these festivals. Yeah, true. Or night and day. Who knows? But Nick 10. Yes. Who was the band added to the uniform? <laughs> Wait, did I get the fucking Who Am I group? No, Nick, yes. Yeah, so, okay, guest starved. Nick, my singer has sung in multiple bands. It's been a few years since I made the Backbone 100 Countdown. Guess. The Wonder Years. Great guess. It's not them. Fuck. Nick Brown, my singer, this is going to give it away, is dating a former WWE diva. Um, falling in reverse. Falling in reverse, yeah, Nick Brown. Go. 10. What was the band added to the Unify lineup during uh, the week? Fasty, fasty. Is it? <laughs> A clowns, be dead light, see slowly, slowly, or do not. You gave it to C as well. I would have guessed yeah, C. Just I know you would. C. I know. C, like it's C. Yeah, well, it's been D all the ones before that. Yeah, yeah, very we're true. Go with this one. But Nick Eleven, what was the song in Vanity released during the week called? Was it A, Effigy? Nah. B, Epiphany. Nah. C, Epitome. Nah. D, Empathetic. Oh, I don't like any of those song titles. Mm. Um, D, empathetic. It's a great guess. Cause you know why I got in your head? I said all the answers were D, but the actual answer was C. Epitome. Nah, yes. I've been had. I'm so good at this game, Nick Brown. Good guess. Good quiz. You nah, did well. You, you fucking bitch. How was that? I'll punch you in the head one day. <laughs> <laughs> on on air, I'll punch on you in the, the quiz. And then the rest of the rest of it will be you just squimmering on the floor while I just talk about the it. Bilsons have bottles. You can bottle me during it. They do have bottles. <laughs> I'll bottle you a bottle of cordial. Bottle make my room real sticky. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you piece of uh, We'll be back Wednesday for uh, talking about the greatest sophomore albums in um, scene history. So, you know, enjoy. And Nathan, anything you want to say? What are the three Bs for on a Sunday, Nick Brown? Uh, Bilson's Backbone and Bodacious. Correct. Mm.